for a view from Australia. I'm joined by Chris Weston, Head of Research at Pepperstone. Good morning, Chris. I think it's still morning your time. Uh, it's coming into lunchtime. It's getting into uh, it's getting into the, the, the good part of the day. Well, I hope we don't keep you too long from your lunch. Let's get into the questions <laughs> now. Um, never come between an Australian and his lunch. It's not pretty. Um, right. I can say that because I'm Australian. Anyway, um, employment is not looking great. How concerned are you about this, Chris? Well, I mean, it's we, we saw a pretty poor December number, employment number in Australia, and then we've just seen uh, a number coming out yesterday where we effectively saw 500 net jobs being created. I think the, the sort of takeaway here was that the unemployment rate has gone up to the highest level for, for a couple of years, and we're sitting at 4.1%. I think one of the conditions for the RBA to ease is that, that they really needed to obviously see lower inflation, core inflation lower than it is at the moment, but obviously you want to see the unemployment rate moving to where they kind of see as a target um, yeah, 4.2% was the target where they're looking for at the moment. Yeah. Um, and I think sort of the, the neutral rate of employment is about 4.5%. So 4.1% is a worrying picture, but um, a lot of these factors can be explained by seasonal factors. And I think people are, most economists are expecting a big snapback in the next print. And I think that's the, that, that will be something the RBI will be watching very closely there. Yeah, yeah. Things are very seasonal right now, aren't they? And it's difficult to make, well, month-by-month comparisons, that's for sure. Uh, so yeah. the... ASX 200, I believe, is doing quite well at the moment, Chris. Well, it's not doing as well as we'd, we'd hoped, to be honest. Um, when we came in, we were looking at the leads from Europe. I mean, the European equity markets, you know, the, um, the CAC, the, um, the German DAX and, and the Euro yeah. stocks are all-time highs. They're, they're, they're very, very strong at the moment. Uh, we saw a new all-time high in the S&P. There's been a bit of a rotation in that market into more sort of value areas of the market, materials, energy, um, sort of away from, from big tech last night. Um, but so we're thinking that we're going to get, a, a, well, pretty close to an all-time high um, yeah. in the ASX 200. But we've um, yeah, it's sort of opened up. We got, a, we got up to a high of 76.80, and it's just been you know, sort of just a slow bleed to where we are at the moment. So the market's still up, um, but we're... Yeah, well off the highs of the day. We're hoping we can see um, new highs coming through today, all-time highs in the Australian market. But it's been a, a bit of a sell-off coming through from those high points. So it doesn't look like we're going to close at all-time highs today. But we're still not a million miles away from that at that point. Yeah. How, how do you see it going longer term, maybe by the end of this year? I don't really want to make a, a long-term prediction, not because yeah. I'm, I'm scared to do so, but <laughs> I just they're, they're, they're not... Um, you know, they don't really serve people that well, uh, unless you're in the investment community where, you know, expected returns are really, really important in terms of your asset allocation. But for me right now, I think what's important is, is just the sentiment in the market. And if we look at that, it's still very, very, very strong. I mean, hmm. as I said, you've got all-time highs in the U.S. and in the, in the NASDAQ, Dow and S&P. You've got European equities at all-time highs. The Japanese Nikkei is about to make an all-time high. You know, it's been a long That's time right. since you yes. saw that. Hmm. Um, you know, so equities on a floor, and I'm, I'm a strong believer if something's an all-time high, then you can't really get any more positive than, the, than that situation. So there's really, really strong flow. I've got my reasons why I would change to a much more neutral setting, um, you know, if we were to see a, a proper resurgence in inflation um, rather than just one, one print we saw last week, or if we were to see greater signs of a recession, um, I think those are the two triggers. They're not going to happen overnight. They need a trend to do so. Um, then I'd be more concerned. But right now, you know, sentiment's very strong. Pullbacks are very small indeed. I'm, I'm, I'm still quite positive on, on global equities, and that feeds through into the Australian market as well. Um, 
the thing is, is when we move to Australia, we do need to take a very strong view on the banks. Um, the yeah. banks make up such a large weighting mm. of, 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 on the index. We are a value you market. You get yeah. really good total returns mm. in Australia. Yeah. Yeah. How are the banks doing? Sorry. I mean, when you when you look at banks in other places in the world, it's quite a worry. I think it's a bit of a worry at the moment about uh, European banks. How are they doing in Australia? We're doing really well, actually. To be honest, I mean, yeah. We 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 if you have a look at so the banks report on different cycles. You've got the big four banks. Um, CBA, Commonwealth Bank, you've got um, ANZ, uh, NAB and, and Westpac. And um, yeah, they kind of report on different cycles. We've just seen CBA, which is the biggest mortgage uh, yeah, provider in Australia. And, and they, they came out with pretty good numbers. I mean, the market was a little bit disappointed at the start. It's kind of price perfection. Um, the CEO gave a, a fairly dour outlook and, yeah. and, and rose concerns around the... But yeah, I mean, look, the, the, the banks are in, in solid capital positions. Their bad and doubtful debts are falling. Um, you know, they're still paying dividends, but it's the total return that you get for. I mean, I'll give you an example. If you go somewhere mm-hmm. like um, ANZ, um, you know, they, they these banks are, are up. I mean, they're not blowing the lights out in terms of their, their share price performance, but when you adjust them for the, the very high dividends that you're getting, you know, you're getting 12 13%. Um, returns you know, hmm. to these banks, That's not even, even higher um, <laughs> yes. for, for, for ANZ, 24% year-to-date with, with the total return. So that's why you buy the banks, you buy them for the income. Yeah. And talking about banks, let's move on to interest rates. And I have to declare a personal interest here, Chris, that I do have an Australian mortgage that's just switched on to a very high rate. <laughs> What's your thoughts <laughs> on interest rates and uh, when or if they may come down? Yeah, well, I mean, I've People were saying after the employment number yesterday, it probably gives the RBA scope to cut. I mean, you know, the, the interest rate markets that you can actually trade to express a view on, on, on where interest rates are likely to go over a period of time haven't really moved too much on, on the employment data. They want to see a bit more, you know, they want to see the, the February employment data. But what are we looking at at the moment? I mean, um, yeah, they're, they're, we've got a meeting coming up. Uh, the next meeting comes up in March. We're not pricing very much there. There's about a... a one in, there's a small chance of a rate cut coming through there. Um, but really, you know, the market is, is, is anticipating the first um, rate cut to probably come in oh, around September is, is when, it's, when it's fully discounted. Yeah. Um, that's when the full, so really kind of the August, September period is, is where you're looking at um, potential easing um, with maybe two cuts being priced in by the end of the year. That's kind of what's the default situation as well. But obviously, we're going to be watching that data very closely as well. So, yeah, we're probably yeah. thinking at the moment probably August, maybe September is the time for the first rate cut there. And we're talking about small cuts, do you think, like, you know, 0.25% or maybe a bit more. Yeah, exactly. Than that. Yeah. So the default position is, 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 is 0.251%, 25 basis points. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, how about the Australian dollar? How's that doing? And how do you see that um, over this year? Um, yeah, again, I mean, it's, it's one of those, uh, yeah, you know, I mean, if you don't really want to make a prediction on um, e- equity markets and where that's going to go, you certainly don't want to be doing it on the currency market. Yeah, that's but, right. Um, like right now, I mean, uh, the, the thing is, the dollar is, it's really it's sort of less about the sort of fundamentals in the Australian economy and more about just being a sort of an out-and-out proxy of, of market sentiment or risk, should we say. So, you know, when equities are rallying, uh, commodities are rallying. You typically say the Aussie dollar you know, rallies in, in, in a sort of appreciation and sympathy for that. So it is a kind of a, a, a risk currency, so to speak. Um, but right now, it's kind of just chopping around. It's going sideways just around the 65 cents level. Um, you know, if you were to put a, gun, a metaphorical gun to my head and say pick a direction, I would say probably 
um, you know, there, there are there is downside risks in the Aussie dollar um, going forward. Yeah. Um, so, you know, if I was a, an exporter working in a treasury department, you know, and I was, I'd be certainly, you know, looking at, um, you know, hedging out some of my positions depending on where you are. But, um, uh, you know, obviously I, I think the, the high probability outcome is that we get, you know, move down towards 60 cents by the end of the year rather than, you know, 70 cents. Okay. Well, perhaps my most important question for you, uh, Chris, is are you going to see Taylor Swift? <laughs> I, if I was, I wouldn't say because my wife would, uh, wouldn't be very happy because she's not going. But uh, <laughs> the, the, the town, the town of Melbourne, is is, is alive and with a buzz of, of, of Swifties at the moment. So yeah, uh, I, I will, I'm out in the countryside, so I'm keeping well away from uh, from all of that. I know it would be traffic chaos and stuff like that. Um, anyway, yeah. well, um, thank you so much, Chris Weston, head of research at Pepperstone. Great to um, talk to you this morning.